Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. All right. Um, good afternoon. My name is Lola Day, and this is the gap. We're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. And so this morning, we're going to be speaking truth. Amen. And so we're in a series titled called Purpose Driven Life. And I remember telling us in our first sermon, if we remember for those who have been consistent, I said that we make sure you don't miss anyone because they tied together. Yes or yes? All right. So what was the first um, topic for the first sermon of this series? It's not about you. It's about God. It's not about you. It is about God. And that's why we said, Bible says in Revelations 22, verse 13, it says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. And then Dara continued last week with, this can be it. And it gave three types of purpose, three kinds of purpose. Do we know it? What's the first one? Second? And third? Wow. I'm proud. So if you take a quiz now, of you, we have graduates. All right, beautiful. And so I'm going to be tying, like I said, every sermon in this series ties together. So I'm going to be, we're going to be building up from where we started from, where it was last week, and then I will continue. And so let's revisit our definitions um, for those who have their, who've been writing. You should have those definitions by now. It says, purpose is the reason for which something is done or created, or for which something Okay, we'll start again. Purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something. Purpose is the reason for your birth and the meaning of your. Let's see. All right. We have some scholars. That's good. All right. Um, and so I'm going to be, like I said, continuing. So just in the study of this series, and I'm so grateful for this series topic because I have learned a lot just even preparing for this message. I have some things I didn't even know about purpose. I learned just preparing for this, and so I'm going to be sharing some of this knowledge with you. Um, When studying this, I learned something, which is the title of my topic today, that purpose is not a destination, it's a journey. Purpose is not a destination, It is a journey. And so my goal this afternoon is that by the time we're leaving here, we understand what a journey of purpose looks like. We understand why it is a journey. We understand what the intent of that journey looks like. Why is God particular about the journey and not the destination? And so I'm going to be picking my example from the word of God. We're going to be picking my example from the Bible. And so in the beginning... God. Um, God had a plan. His purpose, a plan, whichever English you want to use, his plan was he was going to bring Jesus to the world to save all of mankind. Yes. Yes or yes. And so he started this beautiful plan. Matthew 1, 1 to 16. So he started this beautiful plan of bringing Jesus to the world. And I love how Matthew started the story of Jesus. Matthew did not start the story of Jesus from when Mary gave birth to Jesus or when the angel came to meet Mary. Matthew started the story of Jesus from the actual beginning of Jesus. 
which was Abraham. And so the Bible says the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Verse 2. I know some of us, we've seen the only one you have to see begot, begot. You don't care about begotting, but today we are going to begot. Abraham begot Isaac, and Isaac begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Judah and his brothers. And Judah begot Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Perez begot Israel, and Israel begot Ram. And Ram begot Abinadab, and Abinadab begot Nashon, and Nashon begot Salmon. And Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz begot Obed by Ruth, and Obed begot Jesse. And Jesse begot David the king, and David the king begot Solomon by her who has been the wife of Uriah. And I'm going to stop there and we'll continue. And so like I said, the story of Jesus did not start when Jesus was born. The story of Jesus started from Abraham. And so God has this beautiful plan. I want to bring Jesus into the world. And so it starts with Abraham. And I'm painting a picture for us to understand that purpose does not end when you die. And so if you think purpose as a destination, you don't leave an inheritance for your children. Because the Bible says that a good man leaves what? Inheritance. And you hear that, you think money. (laughs) No. And so because God had the master plan of Jesus, it started from Abraham. And so because Abraham was obedient and followed the journey of purpose, he was able to be God Isaac. And Isaac was able to pick up from where he left off and all the way to David. And that's why they can say, Jesus, who is the son of Abraham, the son of David? And so the, 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 the plan, Abraham's purpose did not end because Abraham died. Instead, he did his part and then on to the next. And then he did his part and then on to the next. And so because Abraham was obedient and because David was committed and, and because if we keep going, uh, what's my next verse? And so we have Solomon and we keep going, just keep going. I'm going somewhere. Keep going. I'll tell you when to stop. Keep going. Keep. 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 Go back, sorry. Go back. Um, stop wherever you find Ruth. Back. Sorry. Back. 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 I think six. Okay, go back. It's not six. (laughs) All right, thank you. It's five. All right. Root one from verse one to five. We have someone called Elimelech. Um, Elimelech was a man who married Naomi and had children. And so in in his quest for a good life, he took them away from where was destiny and took them to another land because there was famine. He made a very wrong decision. That would have changed the course of this. But thank God for Naomi. Who said I think we need to go back. To Moab. And then we have Ruth. And that's why we can say Ruth beget. Do we see the picture? And so it does not end when you end. So you cannot be thinking myopic. In your thought of purpose. 
You cannot be thinking, oh, God has called me to be this, this um, thing that has to do with something that has to do even with this generation. Because it doesn't end with this generation. There is a master plan. And then, so if you keep going all the way to um, 15, I think, 16. And now we have Jacob that begot Joseph. And then there is Mary. The, the plan was that Jesus was going to come from the lineage of where? David. Mary is not from the lineage of David. But Mary made a decision in a journey of purpose. And because she agreed, and even Joseph obeyed to marry Joseph, Jesus was able to come from the lineage of David. And so the journey of purpose is a journey of obedience. The journey of purpose is the journey of submission. The journey of purpose is a journey of trust. The journey of purpose is a journey of alignment. Let's go into our anchor scripture. 1 Kings 19, 19 to 21. We've read this if you've been following us from, verse, um, from the first and the second sermon. We've read about Elijah and Elisha. Now Elijah and Elisha met up and then Elisha started following Elijah. And a lot of us, we see this and we think. So Elisha was just in a place waiting and doing whatever he was doing. Waiting for the big bang. Waiting for that sharp turn. Waiting for, as we're, as we're all praying, God, what's my purpose prayer? We're waiting for that sharp boom. All right. Left turn. Let's go. And so everything you've done before the left turn is useless. Elisha's journey of purpose did not start when he met up with Elijah. Elisha's journey of purpose started when he he was tending to oxen. And so the Bible says said that when they found Elisha, he found him plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him. And I did a quick study because if we go into 2 Kings from um, chapter 2, he started to talk about the journey before Elijah handed over to Elisha. And every time they would get to a point, things would happen and Elisha would have as, as, had reasons to turn away. He had reasons to say, you know what, I'm not doing this anymore. He had reasons to say, it's over. He even had people that were telling him that I think you should turn back. People that were not strangers. People that were sons of the prophet. But we, we, read that, we read that Elisha was very resilient. Elisha was very consistent. And I asked myself, okay, why was Elisha this consistent? If you ever study how it is to rear oxen, to train them, three things are important when you train an oxen or you train cattles or whatever. You have to be patient. You have to be consistent, and you have to have a goal. And so, so many years, God had been building Elisha through this thing that he was doing that in his mind did not think fit purpose. God had been training him to be patient. God had been training him to be consistent. God had been training him on how to set a goal. Cattles are not the smartest animals. And so it takes a lot of patience because if he says go there and they turn left, he cannot give up. He was in the 12th of 12. So he had done 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. And so that's why nobody can, his son, the sons of prophet cannot tell him to turn back. He has learned patience. He has learned consistent. He has learned how to set a goal. We see David. 
I love I loved the, the, the story of David because David was in a place that would not even, that's not places they pick kings from. They pick kings among the warriors. You, you've been training for so many years. You're a warrior. You can fight. But David was in a place that belongs to women. I would explain. In those days, shepherds were not men. They were women. Because the men were supposed to be in battle, training. And so they always sent the women to the farm. So they're the one that did the farm, farming. But then they had this little boy that in their mind was so frail. And so, it's tiny. And they sent him to the farm and said, just stay there and learn how to take care of sheep. Why women go do the work? <laughs> and they did not understand that the Lord was teaching David to be a good shepherd. That's why they said, that's why the Bible says in Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pasture. So David was learning how to create lands for the sheep to rest. He was learning how to defend them. He was learning so many things. That's why Jesus can say he's a good shepherd. He came from the lineage of David. And so everything that David did in the, in the, in the farm that seemed very insignificant... That if somebody had come to tell David, from your lineage, Jesus will come. The savior of the world will come. He will look at them and say, I don't know what you're talking about. So imagine you are in the position of David and God is telling you that through your life, I'm going to bring Jesus. Some of us will quit that job right there and there. And say, oh, it's my life. God has told me that this is the picture that he has given me. So, bye guys. But in that same place, the Lord was teaching him how to be a king. And so by the time he was anointed, that's not really when purpose started. Started a long time ago. Every turn and every detour, every decision that he had made, it's all work of purpose. And so whenever we, we stop praying the purpose prayer, is because we've been walking alone for so long. I would explain. If you've ever taken a, um, a drive, or maybe you, some of us who come from church, you're so familiar with the road here from your house. So you don't open the GPS anymore. You don't you know, have to use the GPS because you come here, some of us come here twice a week. Those that come for gathering, amen? Thank you. You know, come here twice a week sometimes, come for deeper nights, all of that. So you know the way here. And so one day you leave your house and you're like, I'm going to church. I know the way. I don't need to open the GPS. But then something happens and Alinti in all of his beauty decides to reconnect road. And you get to a point and you're like, uh-oh, do I make a right or a left? Then you start to look for your GPS app. Some of us are in that position. We're looking for a GPS app because we started the journey on by ourselves. Now we've gotten to a point where you're confused and now you're saying, God, what is my purpose? Because if you start the journey with walking with God, you don't have to ask, what is my purpose? Because every step you make is a step in purpose. Every step you make in obedience, every step you make by instruction, the job A and job B that you have, that the Lord is telling you to pick B is a walking purpose. So you're not staying in the, the job that makes seemingly uncomfortable or waiting for a big bang. 
You're staying there because God is training you. That is a working purpose. We say it's a purpose-driven life. I have a picture, please. Can I have that picture? The first, the box picture. For those that came to gathering, you, you understand. That's what you get when you're coming to gathering. Anyone ever seen a puzzle before? All right, so puzzle have different pieces inside of it. And for every piece is a different shape. Have you ever seen a puzzle with similar shapes? Like the first piece and the second piece and the third piece, everybody's looking the same. It will not fit. So everyone has a different shape. And so this was the picture the Holy Spirit gave me. He said, we're all born like a box. And when we're born, God really cannot tell us, that. oh, so my plan for you is to look like this. You'll take it from him and you'll be shaping it yourself. Yes or yes? You guys are very honest. I like that. But then we're, we're born with a box. We're born as a box like this. And so for the walk in purpose and the journey of purpose starts when God starts to shape you. And so it starts to carve you. And so for every turn that you make and every decision that you make with the help of the Holy Spirit, there's a shaping that occurs. And so sometimes you might even have to add to it. And so you might be having born a square, but you have to put a little thing to the side. Or sometimes you might have to take a little thing out of it. And sometimes it might just be a straight cut, so it's not super painful. It's those curves that are really painful. And then my next picture. And then by the time you attain that I have finished my race, you look something like this. Well, you don't look like the next person. And so God takes you and now fits you into the master plan. This is not a complete puzzle. That I said this last week. He said, you don't take your plan and say, okay, God, where do you fit? He takes your plan and then he fits it into his plan. And so God is saying, I want to bring Jesus. And so I need David to look like this. And I need Ruth to do this. And I need Esther to do this. I need Joseph to obey. I need Mary to submit. I need Jesus not to die at two. And so your purpose is even in the decision of who you marry. Because if Mary had said, Joseph, okay, you know what? I don't think I want to do this. I don't have a problem with you. But there's another, you know, it looks the part. She takes a step out of purpose. And Jesus' purpose did not end when Jesus died. We are walking the purpose of Jesus. People say that God is a user. You have a master plan. You just want to fit me into your master plan. You just want to... God shaped David into a king. So please use me so I can become a king. Because now we have a king. Now we have a queen Esther. Now we have a submissive Ruth. And then all of them fit into a big puzzle. When God would fit you, it will not be shaping you. It will not cut a weird. You're going to be perfect. Because his puzzle needs to look perfect. 
So stop sitting in the corner and waiting for the answer. What is my purpose? Listen to the last instruction. That is your purpose. The last go is your purpose. That friend that God that told you to stop talking to is part of your journey. That friend that God is telling you you need is part of your journey. That job that God is telling you to stay in is part of your journey. And that job that God is telling you to quit from is part of your journey. It is all a journey of purpose. Mouse Morrow said when it was done, he said, I have finished my race. My own, no. I don't know about your own, but I'm done with my course. But we don't stop talking about him. Because his purpose, you don't take purpose to heaven. <laughs> you don't take it when you go, okay, God, as you gave me, I brought it. So this is it. No, it's a master plan for here. So you do your part and you leave it here. And so please, I want us to think about every instruction that God has given us. Every decision that you have had to make. The ones that you have made alone. The ones that you have made with the Holy Spirit. Think about the difference. And tell me, is that not purpose? Because I really don't know what we are looking for. (laughs) And tell me the difference. The little things. The consistent prayers. Elisha's, when the Lord, when um, Elisha and Elijah, and then Elijah handed over to Elisha and said, I called you or it became a prophet. Will you think that Elisha's purpose was being a prophet? That was just the two. The actual assignment was that he needed to let the Israelites know of what they've been doing. Yes or yes. And so when you wait and say, God, what is my purpose? And and you feel like you heard that God has said that you are a prophet. To do what? What are you prophesying about? There's so many other prophets. And so we have the big master plan of getting the Israelites back to God. And it starts from where? He, gave, he brought Elijah, he brought Elisha, he brought Isaiah, he brought Ezekiel. All of them had different things to do. But they were all fitting into God's master plan. Purpose is a walk in alignment. It's a walk of trust. It's a walk of obedience. And that's what I want us to take home today. Because I could sit here and we could turn this around and pocket it and do whatever we want to do with it. But I want you to take, just take this one thing. See, the answer to your question is in your obedience. It is a walk in obedience. You are already, it's not a destination, it's a journey. And you're already walking in it if you're walking in obedience. So leave, stop, leave the big bang. Because we read Elisha, and now some of you are waiting for mantles to be thrown at you, and then your journey will start. No. That mantle was not going to drop on Elisha if he wasn't on the 12th one. If he wasn't the first one, the mantle is not coming, it's not Lent. 
And so let God train you. Let him mold you. Let him frame you. That's purpose work. That is purpose work. Don't worry. Because I tell you, if you try to picture your destination, it's going to be limited by your experience. By your perspective. So you can never picture it. Abraham cannot picture He doesn't know why Jesus is coming. <laughs> and it doesn't concern him. But he just did his part by obeying God. And that's all I just want us to take home today. A walk in obedience. Leave all the people that are saying that, oh, I had a dream and in my dream God told me I was doing this. And I'm like, Leave all of that and walk your walk because your shape is different. Let God make the turns. Let him let you know when you need to make the right. The GPS does not tell you the destination at every right. It just says turn right. It didn't say turn right to 5,000. Then turn left to 5,000. It just says turn right. And it says in 500 feet, turn left. And then in one mile, keep going straight. That is the journey of purpose. So I want us to bow our heads. And I hope that I've been able to answer that question that you have been asking. And saying, God, what is my purpose? I brought the answer to you. And I want you to begin to think, what are those turns that I have made that I know that is so far from the journey that God has called me to? Father, it's time for a realignment. I read for us from Ruth 1, 1 to 5, we had a man who was the head of a family making a decision based on environment that would have swayed and turned away the plan of God for the life of his family. And so if you're a man here, I want you to pray for yourself. The ability to submit to instruction and obedience. That I would not use my hands to turn my family away. That would affect generation after generation after generation. Because of the things I see in this present moment. And if you're a woman, I want you to also pray. Because we had Naomi who said, I think we need to go back. Because this seemed very far away. That Father, the boldness to make the right step. That even when it looks like I have made the wrong turn, the boldness and the grace to get back on track. To get back on track. To get back on track. And if you're here and everything I've been saying, I've been talking about your heart, you've been thinking and saying, God, I want to walk this this journey. It's because I've been asking you because I've been frustrated. I've been confused. I don't know. I feel like I am alone. God is saying that my my sheep hear my voice. And so if you're able to hear his voice, then you're able to walk with him. And so if you're here and you're saying that I don't hear the voice of God. I hear people say that they hear the voice of God, but I don't hear the voice of God. And Father, I want to walk this journey with you. Please raise your hands, all eyes closed, all heads bowed. Please raise your hands wherever you are. You're saying that you want to walk this walk of purpose with God. You want him to be the one that does the shaping and the reshaping, the molding. And if you're also online and you're saying that you want him to walk this journey with you. That every decision, Father, I want to make, I make with you. Let us pray in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for this word that has come. 
Thank you because this is a word in this season where we get to a point in our lives where we just, we just know that we have been doing it by ourselves and we want to do it with you. Lord, we thank you for opening our eyes to clarity that every decision we make with you is a journey of purpose. Every turn that we make is a journey of purpose. Every line that we walk is a journey of purpose. Father, Lord, we pray the ability to obey, the grace to hear, the grace to trust the things that we hear, the grace to understand the things that we hear, and the grace to do it that you give to each and every one of us. In the name of Jesus, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Thank you for tuning into the Gap Church Podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations. We celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAVE to 817-381-5353. Again, text SAVE to 817-381-5353. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.